T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Second Guest Show. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, we'll have the uh, Saints Coaches Show with Mike Hoss and uh, Saints Head Coach Dennis Allen, along with a guy that um, used to sort of be with us for a little while, Zach Street, assistant offensive line coach. So by well, time he comes yeah, on. Yeah, we finally, <laughs> finally got him lassoed. So he'll be on the Coaches Show, and then when it ends at 7.30, Bobby J and I will take this till 8 o'clock tonight. Bob, the, before we start talking, Saints, really good news. One week after he collapsed on the field, DeMar Hamlin not only has been released from the hospital, but he's up, he's doing physical therapy. He's back in Buffalo, He's walking. Right? He's actually tolerating uh, a regular diet. That's almost unbelievable. One week after we were here and sort of saw – what happened right in front of us uh, as after we ended the show. And so, man, uh, he's back in Buffalo. And uh, I do know one thing. Once you're well in the hospital, they, they try to get you out uh, fairly quick because you can catch stuff, you know, uh, if you're in there for a long period of time. Well, well, well the one thing, um, you got to give the NFL a lot of credit about this, uh, that the only better place you probably could have been if all of a sudden you have a, a sudden cardiac arrest, would be the hospital. Exactly. Uh, I mean, so it was like almost like a mobile hospital and uh, first responders. It's like had, a trauma unit a trauma, on the field. Yes, on the field and the transportation and uh, no, that, that's just that's just a, a great a great. Uh, now it's a continuous process, but, but the uh, news is a, so a great encouraging. Story. Yeah. Uh, news is so so encouraging about it. And again, too is uh, man, we we give a lot of applause. First responders, the people that trainers, athletic trainers, people that, that can give CPR. And it's something that uh, I talked about last week so much about, man, learn a little bit of it because it can save one of your family members or your friend's life. If something not exactly the same, but something similar would happen to them. And th those guys train, uh, ladies and, and guys train so much for those type of events. And it may never happen. I've talked, Bob, to at least six or seven athletic trainers that have done this over 100 years total service. They've never seen anything like this. They've dealt with serious injuries, but never something to that extent. But you train for it just in case you have to deal with it. So, man, much applause to them. And also to the Saints and Ms. Benson for buying defibrillators, 
for the area. For Nard, I know uh, New Orleans Recreation uh, Department, I think Jefferson uh, Parish also, JPRD. And they had to have that because I, I had brought that up. Mike yeah, said, you sure oh, did. Okay, I said, look at the NFL. Then there's a trickle-down effect. Uh, you have to look like big-time college. You would think LSU would be like an NFL team to have those resources. But what about like in, you know, a smaller university? Or junior or, or, high school. Or high, or high school, school. High school, a playground, like you said. Uh, that, that You need that because, you know, if you save a life. And uh, we all love our kids, uh, you know, participating in sports because it makes them a more well-rounded individual. And so you, you need, in this day and age, you need that. And, and good for the Saints and Ms. Gail Benson. Uh, providing that, Bob ten seven. I don't know what more to say about it that we hadn't talked that, about that yesterday. Was terrible, but, but just total disappointment. Missed opportunities for this football team, and yesterday was a microcosm of the entire season. You had some opportunities. You get off to such a great start. You four for four. Man, you driving it downfield. Everything looks like you could put it on them. Then ah, what happens? Missed field goal. Ah, Chris Olave fumbles near the. Uh, uh, near the chalk where you got two timeouts and you don't need extra yardage. Why uh, was he trying to go out of bounds? Just protect the football and stay in bounds then because you, you have two timeouts left. Do you not know? Uh, now, maybe he's a rookie. I don't know. And, that, the, and that's part of it, know, too. If the coaches made him aware of it, uh, that the main thing is you got to protect the football. Going out of bounds right now is not as important because we have two timeouts. That, 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 that's something I think he's going to build upon. And, and because he's a good player, too, a very good player. Yeah, yeah. He, at times, but even he talked a little bit about it today that he needs to work on his strength and ball security in the yeah, future. The, when you get stronger, uh, I think that's what made Colson and like Michael Thomas so special when he was playing. You got to be strong, like contested catches. You know, all of a sudden is the NFL and they're throwing a 50 50 ball that it is a 50 50 contested catch. That's what makes you a great. Special receiver. And so you need to add that to this lineup because we all know Michael Thomas won't return. I mean, they didn't tell you, but that little bit of a maneuver and giving him a million dollars up front and then throwing that money back, basically what they're doing is setting up for a post-June 1st cut of Michael Thomas. Uh, they're not bringing him back. Uh, they, I think they, they feel as though, hey, we've been down that rabbit hole. Let's cut a deal. Get you out on the free agent market. Let us look around for what I would call a big man receiver. Now, man, one thing you got to give him when he was healthy. Man, he was hell. Uh, but, man, well, he spent so much time down with injuries. Well, well, uh, you don't become NFL Offensive Player of the Year by accident. They don't give you that award because they like you. But, but I think a lot like Jimmy Graham and Michael Tam- Thomas, they need to send Drew Brees a Christmas card <laughs> a- a- every year. <laughs> Because uh, That's Drew, true. Drew Brees helped Jimmy Graham get paid and Michael Thomas. Now, the player has to do it. has to have their uh, trust factor. But, yeah, a, a right place the right time. And uh, the, the one thing, making contested catches. Uh, just look at the, uh, the Falcons game, the first game. Those back shoulder throws when Jameis Winston hit him. <laughs> No, that that's that that's not, not that's that, a special talent. Well, well, not everybody could do it. That's right. You know, you might try and do it, but you won't have success. What I've been disappointed uh, with the Saints is that, you know, to be a winning team, don't you have to beat winning teams like are with winning records? You know, the Saints beat only two teams this year. That being the Eagles, that was very impressive, the most impressive, a uh, dominant win, and Seattle. I mean, I think when we, we, we took Seattle to the woodshed, if I can recall that game. The Saints beat only two teams, Philadelphia and the Seahawks, that finished the regular season with winning records. 
So I'm looking like, uh, okay, the Cardinals, how we lost that game. They don't have a winning record. You know who was lucky, the most lucky team? And uh, they double Minnesota. The Vikings, how we lost to them. I mean, uh, if the Vikings get to the Super Bowl, that would be a miracle. I mean, you talk about a horseshoe up there, you know what. Uh, the, the, the Vikings, to me, all, you know what? Bob, they're not that good. Who they drew in the first round? The Giants. Man, uh, I'd watch that game because, again, Daniel Jones, I don't know if I trust him, but do you trust Kirk Cousins? Down. Yeah, yeah, they, they both could be up and down and all that. But, you know, that's when you look at it when all said and done, uh, that you only beat two teams with a winning record. And I don't know, I haven't witnessed this a lot. I mean, probably never. I was like, how did we lose that game? I mean, you look at uh, Sam Darnold, okay? Uh, Sam Darnold. Who is Sam Darnold? He's trying to just make it in the NFL, but he completed just five passes. This is a modern-day NFL game for 43 yards, and he also threw two interceptions, and he still won. I said, damn it, I wish that had happened to me. That never would have happened to me. I guarantee if I put that up, there's no way in hell I was ever going to win. I had bad luck. And just, hey, Barry, you didn't have Darno luck, well, that, so to speak. You didn't have Darno like, luck. To win that type of game is unbelievable, and I don't know why, but against Carolina. You look at the Saints, okay? We played them two games. You know the Saints scored just three touchdowns in their two games? Not one game. Scored just three touchdowns in their two games against the Panthers this season, and they got swept by Carolina uh, for the first time since 2015. Now, we got swept in 2015. But Cam Newton in Carolina was 15-1. and one. Yep. Remember, that, that's when all of a sudden they lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. So we lost, uh, we got swept by Carolina this year? No, that's unacceptable. We'll be back with more of the second guess right after this break here on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back here on the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. Big John, Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Good afternoon, gentlemen, and uh, happy carnival season and only 109 days until the NFL draft. And a thankful <laughs> end... <laughs> A thankful end to the season. First of all, in addition to the great news of DeMar Hamlin walking out of the hospital today, hats off to the players and the personnel of the NFL who really came together as a result of what happened last Monday. That was really an incredible show. And, you know, what happened in Buffalo Sunday was you couldn't have scripted it any better for that fan uh, fan base and for that city and for that team. So well done uh, all around. And secondly, hats off to former Saints coach and current Detroit head coach Dan Campbell. What a way to finish the season. And what a way to prove that you have just as much to play for when you have a chance to finish with a winning record and deny your chief rivals a spot in the playoffs. And that was a real contrast to what the Saints were yesterday. Because, you know, I was ready yesterday afternoon, guys, after that opening touchdown drive to call in and ask what our dear departed friend Bernard J. would have called absolution 
I was all ready to say I was hoping that my earlier uh, pronouncements on Dennis Allen might not be the right coach for the Saints were wrong and that I would atone over the offseason maybe by eating less king cake or drinking a little <laughs> less during Lent. But uh, I'm putting away the sackcloth and ashes, and I'm taking the lock off the liquor cabinet, and I'm heading to McKenzie's later today for one of my king cakes. Because other than that hideous uniform ensemble yesterday and the two chumps calling the game for Fox Sports, I don't think anything was more deplorable than the game plan and the preparation of this team in the final game of the season. It's like they drove the length of the field, got the touchdown, and said, all right, season's over, let's go home. And Dennis Allen coached like he had been guaranteed a job next year, wanted to get to the Senior Bowl as soon as possible. And Will Lutz and Chris Olave and Pete Carmichael especially looked like they wanted to be elsewhere yesterday. And in Lutz and Carmichael's case, elsewhere is where they might soon be. Because it, I admit it, guys, I, I'm spoiled. I mean, even in the yep. lean years bet- between <laughs> Yeah, we all spoiled with it. You know, well, it's not so much that we're spoiled with a winning season. We can handle a losing season every now and then. But, you know, even in the lean years between 2014 and 2016, the Saints always seem to finish strong. Yeah, and but look, you had Drew get... Brees. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the Brees. difference, John. They had Drew Brees. If we didn't, we didn't have Drew Sean Brees, Payton, we, we'd have really been bitching. If we'd had Drew Brees, I think we'd have won about five games in some of those seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No doubt about it. And Sean Payton knew how to combine just enough public shaming and fear to get the players ready for the game. So we've said this already. Dennis Allen seems like he's too much of a pal to the players, whereas Sean Payton knew where the line was and knew that he was the coach and they were the employees and they had to, you know, they had to perform. And no Saint, and I mean no Saint, would have ever looked like Adam Troutman did, getting blown off the ball in the fourth quarter like that. It's like he almost gave up on the protection. Uh, you know, yeah, I that was embarrassing. Still, that that, that, that pass that blocking effort. Yeah, it's, it's like, what is he doing? It's like he just giving up. Like Ole, he's like a bullfighter. I was like, okay, it was Ole. Tackle <laughs> the guy. You know, get a holding flag for heaven's yeah, sake. Don't yeah. look like that. Right. You know, I guess the one silver lining is that we're not part of the story today on Black Monday, which for me is always one of the most interesting times of the year. I mean, Lovey Smith gone in Houston, Cliff Kingsbury gone in Arizona. Uh, and, you know, if Dennis makes the changes that are necessary and, and uh, you know, Sean Payton goes to a team that gives us significant draft choices, then we're not going to be the story next year when Black Monday comes around. But they, you know, this team, this organization needs to sit down and well, say, look, we've achieved a standard of excellence um, and stability, and we, well, need well, to, we need to keep that. Go ahead, Okay, Bob. Big John, this is what I think. Okay, right now, if you're truly objective, and we love the Saints, I think right now that next year is going to be the same song and dance. And what I mean by that, I, uh, I, 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 I don't know, nine wins uh, might be good enough, uh, you know, to get into postseason. Uh, you, you look at, and it might not be, uh, look at the lines. They end up winning nine games and it wasn't enough. You never know how it's going to unfold. But how the NFC but, South but unfolds. Wait, but but, but, but this, is, this is where we are right now, and it's so frustrating because we're not so bad – that you just said, the hell with it. We cleaning house. Everybody got to go, but we're not good enough to win nothing. So then you're mediocre. You're then in the you, middle. Then you just, <laughs> then you just in the middle, and you and you're just hovering around. I think that's correct. Who we get back next year? I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm telling you, I think if we can get the ten wins next year, 
That would be a great accomplishment. That means you're going to win anything. About 10 wins. No, no. I, I'm saying that's the best scenario. Oh, okay. Well, 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 when you say 10 wins, that's not far-fetched if the ball always bounces your that, way. That's like, true. Like the Vikings. That's okay, true. I, I'm just telling you. You can look back at games. 7 and 10, 10 and 7 is the woulda, coulda, shoulda. But I'm not saying we're there yet. I think we where we're at right now. It's like, uh, okay, we'll probably be, uh, best case scenario, uh, 8 and 9 or 9, eight, nine and 8 again next year. Uh, like, or, or the worst case would be 7 and 10 again. Then you make a change then. I mean, I think that's where we're at. And, and, and it's kind of like we're not bad enough. We're not like the Texans or the Bears right now. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, then we're not like, oh, we're in the hunt. No, we're just kind of in the middle of the pack. Okay, here's the craziest part of it all. Think about who the quarterbacks will be in the NFC South in 2023. We don't know in New Orleans. Do we know what's happening in Carolina? Uh, I think maybe. The, the, the only team would Sam, be the Falcons. The Falcons is it. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Who's played what? A grand total of what? Four games? Man, the, 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 no, That's no, it. No, he's Tom played. Brady's not coming back to the Bucs. Well, and then Desmond Ritter. I mean, I think he's progressing. He he, fought, he's gotten better. He finally threw for over 200 yards. Yeah. But in the Saints game, he didn't even throw for 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean. So, uh, that's how crazy it is that the, the guy with the most experience in the NFC playing games in the NFC would be a guy who's played, what, four games? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's why the NFC South's wide open. It's uh, wide open with now. the Bucks with no Brady. The Saints, you don't know. Carolina, you don't know. Uh, Atlanta, at least, I think they know that well, Riz Ritter but is the guy. It shows you the parity of the NFL, though. When you think about this. Okay, what are the Bucks right now? Eight and nine? Eight and nine. They're hosting a game, and the Dallas Cowgirl <laughs> fans, uh, their sphincter is all tightened up. They go, oh, no. <laughs> Well, we cannot lose to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Oh, listen, all, all <laughs> I can tell you is the Cowgirl fans, they nervous. They ain't coming out the woodwork yet because they think like, damn, don't tell me we're going to go to Tampa and lose. I, I might, I have, mean, to, I might I, have to give Diana Tampa a Bra call. Uh, listen, Tom Brady's never lost to uh, the Cowgirls. Cow I might have to give no. Diana a call because if they end up beating the Cowboys on Monday night, uh, man, uh, Bob, I don't know if we can do the show Tuesday. Oh, yeah, we could definitely do the show. <laughs> it, it just shows you Dallas is what we thought they were. Uh, like, like choke. Okay, uh, Dak Prescott has thrown an interception seven straight games. He's going to throw one in the eighth game. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Dallas is not peaking or ending the season how they need to to go in the postseason. Now, I might be wrong, but I guarantee you uh, the Cowgirl fans are nervous. No, and they, because they, they of are Dak. Ner they are nervous right now. Because of Dak Prescott. You look but, at oh, okay, and, and he missed now, five games, 15 interceptions. Now, 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 you, now you know what's crazy about this? When you look at, like, the NFC and you look at the AFC, AFC has all the stud quarterbacks. Yeah, they, be they, tough. They, they have Joe Burrow. Oh, okay, uh, they, they have Josh Allen. Uh, you, you got they the, got Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay, in the <laughs> NFC right Justin now, Herbert. in the NFC, NFC right now, who's the team that's trending in the right direction and their quarterbacks missed the irrelevant? What if the, what if the 49ers would get to the Super Bowl with that quarterback, considering he's the last draft pick, that shows you how damn good the 49ers are. So it would show you, though, that you don't necessarily need a Pat Mahomes or you need a Josh Allen or Justin Herb, whatever, to get to the Super Bowl if the 49ers get there. GMs, I'm telling you, deep down, they would be cheering 
for a team like the you 40- don't have to pay that guy. Yes, like the 49ers where all of a sudden, look at the, 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 all the supporting cast and how dominant they are. Right now, okay, who's played better at, down the stretch in the NFC? You can't say the Eagles. You can't say the Cowgirls. 49ers. 49ers. I, I, I'm telling you. And they have a quarterback that people, they, they wouldn't even know his name. They just know, yeah, it's Mr. Irrelevant. Now, that, that's the quarterback. Most NFL quarterbacks, if they walk in a crowded room, you know who they are. Brock Purdy walks in, you got no clue. Now, Brock Purdy None. could walk in the Silver Sliver right now, and, and, and he could go. They probably wouldn't make him wait in line at the buffet. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't cut in the line. <laughs> Thank you, Big John, for the call, bud. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break on the Big 870. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on the second guest show, Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. We're going to go back to our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Long Showman. Long Showman, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Oh, Bobby and Mike. Oh, What's up, brother? I heard y'all say that shoulda, coulda, woulda, and all I could think was shoulda, coulda, woulda, woulda baby. Yeah, that, that, that song started ringing in my head. That's it. Hey, Bob, Bobby, Bobby, you okay? I didn't, I didn't take. Yeah, he's all right. No, no, I'm listening to. He, he's, he's listening intently, yeah, sort yeah, of speaking. Go ahead, Longshoreman. Checking out the pipes <laughs> on Longshoreman. I hear you, brother. Hey, man. Look, hey, I'm. Man, I look, uh, 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 Big John did it again, man. Steals my thunder, but I, I appreciate it. But look, I'm going to tell y'all something. And I had this little conversation with Charlie Long. I watched the kicker, Will Lutz, miss two or three of them in warm-ups, two of them back-to-back from about, I don't know, I think he had the ball, to, to, uh, a little stick placed on about the 30-yard line. And uh, missed two of them back to back. Pushed them wide to the right. Not now you talking about it. You talking about it. You talking about in practice. In the pregame. Yes. Yeah. And, okay. and pregame warming up. Yeah. And uh, one of my one of my neighbors that sits by me on in section three hundred one. I said, man, I'm telling you, if it comes down to a field goal, Will Lutz is going to miss one today, and I'll oh. be damned. He hooks one to the left. I, I think that's what happened. Right. Right. right yeah. Yeah. He hooked it to the left, <laughs> and then. The other one was going to happen, and maybe got a hand yeah. on it. Maybe C.J. Henderson got a tap on it. Bobby, man, but I did. I said, well, he's going he's gonna to miss one today, man. It ain't going to be no long. He's going to miss one. We have to have you as a scout because that's good observation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I could do all that, man. Y'all, y'all <laughs> two forgot more about football than I'll ever know. But, uh, well, man, then, and, uh, the, the, the only thing, Longshoreman, you know, it just shows you that um, if you kick it a 40-yard field goal in the pros, you got to make it. I'm telling you, and and uh, can't be a fifty percent. No, Will Lutz was uh, from forty to forty-nine yards. He was four of eight this year. You got to be like seven of eight, if not eight of eight, and then from fifty plus, he was four of six. 
I knew it wasn't going to be a good year. He had so much damn bad luck in England. Yeah. You remember the damn Vikings yeah, game? A double doink. A double yeah, doink. I, Bobby, and I was like, what the? I'll tell you, Bobby, you 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 made you said something a while ago about, you know, if we can win 10, 10 games. I'm a, I'm a, I hate to make this, this prediction, but uh, if we win eight games next year, it'll be, a, it'll be a miracle. And I hate to be that way, but that's just the way it is. And if they don't make some changes with, the, uh, with this training staff, so we can kind of keep some guys from getting hurt. Uh, the head coach. I'm still on the fence about Dennis Island. I want to. I want to like the guy. I'd probably sit down and have a beer with him, or two with him. But I just don't think he's head coach material, and I hate that. Uh, uh, look, we said these days were coming, and uh, yep, when Drew Brees rode out of town, we all knew it. Well, 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 well I, 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 and, and you, you know, Longshoreman, if um, you know the schedule already came out, who are we gonna play? And you know, I always uh, give my prediction in April, like after the draft or around there. But we know that we who we playing uh, home schedule, who we playing away schedule. Uh, there should be two wins for us. Uh, we playing the Bears at home. That should be a win. We playing the Texans on the road. I mean, if you're heading in the right direction, that should be a win. And then you want to go uh, at least four and two in the NFC South. So you look at that. Okay, that's six wins right there. So you just look at like like okay, who's on the schedule? We playing like the AFC South. Uh, we play in the NFC uh, the, the North. Uh, th- that's going to all, all four teams. Uh, so looking at that, uh, look at Jacksonville. They're up and coming. Look at the Lions where they're at. Uh, we're going to have the Giants coming to the Superdome. So I just look at the Titans and all that. So I'm telling you, watch. I can look at the schedule right now. It's going to be the same song and dance. I'm telling you. I'm afraid we're, we're, too, Bobby. We're, we're, we're going to be like 8-9 and nine or like a 9-8. and eight. I mean, I mean, you look scenario. at the trend. It look like we're trending in the wrong direction, and, and it just kind of scares you for next season. If we, you know what, what kind of changes can we make in the off season? This team looked like it was pretty stacked to me with talent, and that's what concerns me. How can you be this stacked with talent and 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 uh, come away with this kind of a season? Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't make sense well, to me, well, Bobby. Well, the, the only thing that bothers me uh, because we did an outstanding job in, in, in two areas. You know that okay. Finally, we didn't have no damn penalties. We had two penalties, and we were plus one in the turnover margin. You know, you still uh, lose. We have the least amount of takeaways, and we still lost the game. I don't know how you close out games. I think we physically tough. Everyone, you know, you wouldn't be at the NFL level. You got to have that physical ability. But sometimes I think we mentally weak. We mentally weak and, like, uh, to challenge one another how to close out a game. You know, whatever it takes, because when you look at – what occurred uh, now? This again is not an opinion, Longshoreman. That the Saints scored a touchdown, like you said, uh, impressive opening drive. I thought, man, it's like the Eagles. Oh, we're going to put it to the Carolina Panthers. But after the opening drive, they had the ball inside Carolina's 40 yard line four times, and they failed to score any points. I'm like, that's almost you have to try not to score. You're inside the 40 yard line. Well, that, 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 I mean, that you got to be mentally tough. You have to sustain drives, how you close out games and all that. Because yesterday, which we weren't doing at the beginning, that's why we ended up being, you know, we were minus 14, we are minus 12. Oh, now we're minus 11. We're still minus double digit. The turnover margin and the so penalties. It's amazing you got to seven wins. No. When uh, you're minus 11, giveaway, no, takeaway. No. Uh, well, it's amazing. Minus 11, that, that seems like we'd have won maybe four or maybe five Maybe three games. or four games yeah, yeah, with there. it like that. Exactly. So I think the big thing's going to be who's going to be the signal caller 
for this football team in 2023? Are they going to try to go out and get a veteran uh, player, or a young guy? Well, uh, they, they did with Deshaun. I they they made you, an all-out okay, effort to uh, get Watson. I, I can tell you, and I'm objective, uh, play, have played the position. Whether we get Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo, if the ro- roster stays the same. No, you got to make moves. It's going to be the same record same. as Andy Dalton. Um, not, not, maybe eight or nine wins. I'm telling you, whether we go get Jimmy G or Derek Carr, it, it would be still eight and nine or nine and okay, eight. Okay, if I had my brothers, the guy I'd want, Lamar Jackson. Because oh, I do no, not no, no, think no, no. He, the Ravens will – they've come to an impact. Well, they we cannot should, sign We should have drafted uh, Lamar instead of Davenport. We had that opportunity. No, 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 Lamar, that's a different animal there. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, Longshoreman. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number one of the second guest show. We're going to go back to our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to James and Chalmette. James, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, hey guys, listen. Um, it's funny because I think we need to really do the same thing that Seattle did this, this past draft and get us the left tackle. I mean, that's, that sounds crazy, but that, that kid cross, you know when you see him look at his feet movement, you just know he can only play left tackle. You look at Penning, and it's like maybe he could play left tackle, but he looks more of like a right tackle to me. No, he's uh, a left guard. tackle. He's a left tackle. He's that. That's where he's going to end up in the NFL. Okay. Well, I, the, I, the, I the, Hey, 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 but James, the argument would have been, let's say if Penny can't work at left tackle, I think the flexibility of Ryan Ramchek, now he's outstanding at right tackle. But he has that, played left. Yes, and he has played left. That would be more Ryan Ramchek uh, if it doesn't work out, Penning at left tackle. Ryan Ramchek at left tackle and uh, Trevor Penning at uh, right, right tackle. Man, my problem is his inside because I think Eric McCoy is a good center. But, man, the guard play – and don't, don't give me all this pro football focus stuff about how good Ruiz is. He's been up and down all year. Andrews Peak, again, it's like Michael Thomas. You've been down this rabbit hole before. Okay, at times he's been a good player, but then he's unavailable. Uh, do, do you go down that path again? I think McCoy at center uh, that, boy, you know, it's all about timing. If he had Jari Evans and Carl Oh, yeah, on he'd be a lot of, better player. Uh, he, 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 Mike, he, Responsibilities. He, he, no, he'd be a Pro Bowler. Uh, no question. He'd be a Pro Bowler, maybe all pros. But, but again, he doesn't. And right. so that, to me, is an area you got to beef up with a veteran, and then you got to make a selection here. I'm not sure what, what the situation is going to be with Hurst because he knows now he's the sixth man. Right. I know Penning is in for the Liz Frank injury, and he'll miss some time and that sort of thing. But, man, you know, what do you do with Hurst at this point? Because he knows he's going to be first man off the bench because he's played right guard, right tackle, left guard, left tackle. So, to, for, in my opinion, you've got to get something here well, sustainable up front. You've well, you, you got so many guys that miss so much time well, along and, that offensive line. Well, and you look at Hurst. Uh, I mean, uh, do you think um, he is worried about Ethan Greenridge or Green, Greenridge, whatever, uh, from building over to take his job? No. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't think so. No. Right, Mike? Or, or what was the other one, Kid? 
Yeah, Lewis Kidd, who was a rookie yeah, from I mean, Montana State. I mean, uh, Hurst is thinking, like, uh, I mean, I am not might not be the best, but I know. But I know I'm better than yeah, him. I know those cats aren't as good as me. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call, James. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more second guests right after this news break here on the Big 870. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.